When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our next guest is somebody that Bernard really loved, and so do I. In fact, I think he's the best ever in the history of sports talk radio. Part of that legendary Mike and the Mad Dog combination. He now has his own channel on Sirius XM, Channel 82. Mad Dog Unleashed, 3 to 6 every day. Also does a tremendous baseball show, 1 to 2, every afternoon on the MLB Network. He is the great Christopher Mad Dog Russo. Dog, thank you so much. Early on this uh, Wednesday morning for hopping on. Bernie, loved you. Thank you so much. Uh, Sid, this is not about me today. Uh, this is about the great Bernie. Uh, and if it wasn't for him, I, I don't know if I ever would have made it in New York because when I was on WMCA, this is back, uh, you know, probably 88, uh, doing sports talk on the weekends and doing some sports casts during the week. I was on Saturday and Sunday, 5 until 8 p.m. Uh, believe it or not, Bernie got a hold of, I don't know how he did it, but he found out about me, got some tapes, and gave it and gave those tapes to Imus. And Imus was always looking for somebody kooky and nutty and all that. And the next <laughs> thing you know, I was, over at, uh, I was over at FAN in December of 1988, first show there right around Christmas time, uh, you know, whatever it may be, 30-something, 35 years ago. So Bernie... For whatever the reason, uh, and at that point, Imus had just gotten to FAN. He got there in October of 88. Bernie, for whatever the reason, must have been bouncing around uh, New York, put on, the, you know, with the radio on, and somehow ended up at 5.70 a.m. and said, who is this guy? I never heard of him. And me sh- screaming and yelling about the Big Ten or something. <laughs> and I said, hey, Don, you got to hear this guy, this new guy. I didn't have a nickname at the time. Raceman, Bob Raceman had not, uh, you know, not come aboard yet, so to speak. So I don't think I had a nickname, but he said, did you hear this new guy I've heard on, WF, on WMCA? And Don obviously hadn't heard it at all. Well, no, who is he? And I, I don't know if he actually got tapes, recorded it, but got it for Don, and Don became a big fan. So it, 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 if it wasn't for – and then you throw in the old Mike and the Mad Dog thing. I'm even giving you stuff before Mike and the Mad Dog. But if it wasn't for Bernie way back when, at the end of the 88 year, when he had just gotten himself together with FAN, they were building that station because FAN was a year and a half in its infancy. If it wasn't for Bernie, I swear to God, I don't know if I could have gotten out of WMCA. And I needed to at that point. They changed ownership. When they hired me in 87, uh, they then became a Christian station. I had to find a landing spot. I was bouncing around from WIP in Philadelphia to uh, FAN, too. So I was doing both. But if it wasn't for Bernie, uh, again, I don't know where I would have ended up. So I owe a debt of gratitude to the great Bernie McGurk. Wow, how about that? And, Chris, you know, uh, you and I, of course, are psychos when it comes to sports, especially you. And uh, you're great at it. Your enthusiasm, you're just great. But Bernie kind of quietly was a pretty big sports fan. He wasn't going to watch a whole Met game. He wasn't going to watch a whole Giant game. But he knew what was going on. He paid attention. Mets, Knicks, Giants. A lot of mornings he would come in here and he'd say, hey, you see that Yankee game last night? I'd be like, you actually watched it? And he really did. He was a very understated, I think you'd agree, Chris, sports enthusiast. And he was a good athlete, too. I used to go do a 10-mile 
or a six point ten k run out in Northport, Long Island. I did that for you know three or four years in a row, and believe it or not, one year, unbeknownst to me, who did I see? And he had those long legs. He was tall. He was a good athlete. Who did I see? Bernie. <laughs> who, was, who, 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 who I couldn't believe. Bernie, you are you running this? And he was a good runner. Then of course we remember the great boxing match with you. Yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. uh, we we broadcast from that. That was uh, Lower Manhattan. Josie Pierre, I believe it was. I, I mean, Bernie was a was a very very good athlete. And it's funny with Bernie when I used to go on with Imus, I used to you know call up a couple minutes beforehand and say, "All right, Bernie, what's the story here? Good mood, bad mood? Uh, <laughs> uh, give me a little piece of information." So Bernie used to give me a little heads up of what was going to trigger the I Man that day, and what was going to work and what was not going to work. And if I could expect him to be in a good mood, bad mood, and everything else. Because when you did those phone interviews with Don, they were a lot harder when you were in person. When you were in person, you know, Don kind of warmed up to you. But when you did it on the phone and you may have caught him in a cranky moment, you, you were in trouble. And that's where Bernie, in a lot of ways, uh, helped me out. Um, you know, he made sure that I knew what was going on. He never took, you know, Imus used to try to split me and Mike apart all the time. Right. And he never took sides. <laughs> you know, he always tra- he always played it right down the middle uh, with Imus, with Mike, with Mike and I when we were having an issue, having a fight, many of them at times over a 19-year period. And Don was always trying to get in the middle of it. So that was something, too. And Bernie also, remember, I had an issue with Pete Franklin once when, he got all upset at me because I had his little bell uh, at a seven and midnight show. This is probably <laughs> um, this is probably the early. This was the draft of '89. So this is Lagerman getting drafted by the Jets, and he was a big Lagerman guy. I wasn't, and you know he thought he was going to be the next Lawrence Taylor. Lagerman was a linebacker from Virginia. I did not think he was. And going by the way, to be. He, by the way, he shared the same number. Lagerman wore fifty-six for the Jets. Oh, he did. Yes. Good job on that, Sid. And yeah. um, I know that, you know, the, the Pete got all upset, you know, yelled at me, screamed at me, and Bernie was all upset. So Bernie had a little big brother instinct, and we're the same age, Bernie and I, but we had a little big brother instinct with us, too. So uh, I owe a lot to him. I, I really do. I mean, I watched the funeral yesterday, um, oh. streamed it. Uh, I mean, my family was a big Bernie fan. I know his Cardinal O'Connor days when he did a superb job. With Colonel Cardinal O'Connor, I mean Bernie was 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 part of our life for a long period of time. I'll tell you this on the way out because again, people know you, Chris, as this uh, sports guy. But and I always tell people this: Chris is a lot more than that. He's actually a really, really bright guy. And one of the things that Bernie really loved about you, I'm not sure you know this, was that he would always say, "You know that dog? He's an avid reader." And Chris would read books about politics, world wars, presidents. wasn't reading books about Tiger Woods or Ty Cobb or Hank Aaron. He was reading books about that type of stuff. And Bernie loved that about you. I did not know that. Yeah, uh, I did not. Well, know isn't that, that true? I, and is, know, and isn't I, that true? Isn't that true? No, I love books. Oh my God! You know, I probably read a couple of months easy. Um, uh, yes, I mean, you know, a lot of times I'm reading the sports books that, for the radio show with authors. Uh, but, yes, I read plenty of books um, and, uh, you know, all the topics and everything else. I mean, Bernie, you know, he had a tough – he had a very tough battle. Every time I came on here in the last uh, three, four months, he used to tell me, uh, give me a little update. A lot of it was not good. Yeah. Uh, you know, a big athlete, good-looking, you know, strong, tall, uh, kept his weight off the whole nine yards. So it's very difficult to imagine uh, that he's left us. And he was part of a legendary crew, you know, Imus and – 
Louis Rufino and, uh, you know, even Eileen Marchese and, of course, Charles, you later on, uh, you know, Stan Martin, the old update guy, and uh, me, Mike and myself. I mean, he's really part of a very important station. And I'm not even talking about your station. I'm talking about WWFAN. Yep. Because if it wasn't for that morning show, we wouldn't have made it. So he got there in 88 with Don. And it wasn't for that, uh, he wouldn't have made it. And he was very, very good. He understood what his role was with Don. He understood that, you know, Imus was his boss, but he knew Don's moods, and he knew how to make that show sizzle. And that is not easy to do when you have a host who can be a little up and down. And I love Don. He is, we all know how much I love Diamond, but that is accurate. <laughs> yeah. you know? and, and, and Bernard knew how to handle the Imus moods plus make a contribution on a big contribution on the air at the same time. That is not that easy to do. No. Uh, well said. would have pulled that off for a long yep. period of time. Then, of course, we got the back end of his career, the back nine, when he had with you, uh, and he was over here at uh, at ABC. So the guy had a hell of a run. There's no question about it. No question. And if you really did enjoy those Imus days, uh, coming up from 9 to noon today, all those guys will be sitting in with me, Mike Breen, Rob Bartlett, Warner Wolf, Tom Bowman, Carly Shimkus, and the whole 9 o'clock hour, 9 to 10, will be me and the aforementioned Charles McCord. But this was uh, special. He loved you dearly. Uh, you meant a lot to him. Clearly, he meant a lot to you. There should not have been a show without you today, dog. So thank you for getting up this early on this Wednesday morning. That was great, great stuff. And thank you for joining us on this special day. We love you, pal. Great job on your part, Bernie. Uh, great job on your part, Sid. And uh, Bernie will be missed. Bernie thank will you. be missed. Thank you, buddy. Okay. There he is, the great Christopher Mayer Dog Russo, who not only is a tremendous talent, but I must tell you, has a heart of gold. He really does. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.